0: Cowboys uh, talk coming up at five remember campus confidentials at 440 but uh always excited to catch up with Baylor legend Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer J.J. Joe a man that can be heard on radio every Saturday and was calling this game and J.J. I gotta say it was fun seeing you and Ricky after the game but um you really, from what I could tell, you didn't, you, you, it was not like some big upset to you at all. Like, you came into that game thinking, hey, Baylor's the better football team, and, and so I don't, think, I don't think you were sitting up there, J.J., thinking, oh, my gosh, this was, I mean, you enjoyed the win, but it certainly didn't surprise you any.
1: Yeah, Mo. That, I hope all is well. This was a great weekend. That, that previous weekend, man, I think I tweeted it. It was horrible after the loss to TCU and then the Cowboys lose, and then of course we get this past weekend. But I, I, I you know, it's interesting. I actually uh, was speaking to John Warner over at Trib uh, before the TCU game. He was doing his normal bit on the on the radio prior to the game. And we were sitting there and talking. I said, like, man, this is the biggest game to me. I was talking about the TCU game because I think we're ten to fourteen points better than Oklahoma. Uh, and he kind of looked at me. Really, I was like, yeah, they're just they're they're overranked. And I didn't mean that in a negative way. I just meant that you know they have a young quarterback. Uh, Riley is reloading, in my sense. He was reloading some, uh, and it really was because of the run game. So on Saturday, modes, uh, I was just hoping Baylor would prove me right, and they did. Uh, it should have been more than you know. We ended with the, the controversial thirteen, but it should have been more than that. Baylor, Baylor was just better this year than OU.
0: Yeah, and um, boy, I tell you, I, I just I wish I could be on a fly in the wall when you and Werner are visiting. Those are two very <laughs> learned men.
1: The Johns man yeah. between
0: the yeah. Johns. Yeah, I would say John Joe, John Werner. And uh, exactly. a lot of people don't know that J.J. is a John C. Joe. And, uh, yeah, John, uh, now I'm calling you John. J.J. <laughs> I got you. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, man, it, it, that, was, that really is interesting that you had that premonition and you had that thought. I mean, it's always interesting when Big Noon shows up and all that. Isn't that interesting that when you hear Aranda talk about you know, one of the things he wants Baylor to do is get to the point where all the pomp and circumstance, like beating Oklahoma, even though they're the eighth-ranked team, he doesn't want that to mean as much as it does. And I get what he's saying. You know, he, he, wants, you know, he wants them to just have a standard that they play to and, and, and approach every game the same. He knows they're not really there yet. I find some of his news conferences, J.J., just fascinating because he... He's a really cerebral, thoughtful guy, but I, th- I think that is interesting. He, he doesn't really get into all this, oh, my gosh, we're ranked, and, and this would be huge for the Baylor program. I don't think he's wired to think that way.
1: No, you're exactly right, Mo. I, I love your analysis. He's a, he's a thinking man's coach, which is odd when you're talking about knucklehead football players, right, like,
0: like myself.
1: <laughs> Uh, you know, he, he very much is. And you got to actually listen to him. I mean, I, you know, he can come across with his, his monotone voice and kind of some of these analogies that you can kind of zone out. But actually, after listening to Coach Aranda for the last, you know, however many weeks, you actually listen. And the reason you're listening is because he actually is saying something. Uh, there's a lot of coaches, man, we listen to, they're not, they're, they're boisterous or they're loud or they're definitive, but they're not telling you anything. Aranda, if you listen to him, He's telling you exactly what he's thinking and what he's, you know, he's not telling you exactly the schemes, but he's telling you what he's planning on working on and what he thinks this guy should do. And he's telling them that. So you're getting it. So all you have to do is listen and it shouldn't surprise you what you see the next week.
0: Okay. Uh, talking to JJ Joe Baylor legend on the, uh, on ESPN, Central Texas, always like to uh, come to you to, to get you to analyze the quarterback <laughs> play and the, uh, Gary the other day wasn't it interesting. It's like he he wasn't particularly he had that he had the interception that was pretty. And I don't know that looked like the receiver didn't quite complete that route. You know which one I'm talking about over there, but he wasn't right. throwing the ball. He wasn't all that accurate. But then he just hammered them in the run game. I mean, I I really thought that was a big moment for Gary. And and JJ, you've been in situations where you've had interceptions that probably led to to you know uh maybe a loss or maybe put baylor in a tough spot those are hard to shake off but but boy gary the way he responded the other day what did you what did you make of of that performance and then what he was able to do with his legs in that game
1: man i i think what he did was the quintessential do it do what you got to do to win i mean he you know, the interception, you know, I agree. I mean, Gary, if we look at it as really, he threw like, what, 250 passes or something weird without throwing an I.T. And then in the last about three games, I think he has like five or six or something weird. Still not that many for a whole season. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you come into a game and it's a it's a big game, like Coach Aranda said. He wants things to be a certain standard so we don't get too amped up. I think Gary was a little bit over-amped. Uh, and, you know, he was just a little bit off of the passing game, maybe trying to pre- predetermine some stuff. It uh, got caught. Uh, but nevertheless, in the second half, I was really excited because Gary has shown the ability to bounce back. He's like, hey, look, I'm not throwing it as crisp, so let me run it. And his running performance uh, combined with Abram Smith and, and Treston, Treston came on late, was the difference. And Coach Grimes designing those things, so he didn't. He hadn't been seeing it as clear as you would want him to at this point in time. But I think he's figuring it out, and he's just started his tenth game, going into his eleventh. You want to see him trend up next this week against Kansas State, uh, and which is going to show Michelle. And hopefully, he'll you know, winning a big game is big. You know, you, you knock this one down, you knock your tee down. Now you get to go play another big one at Kansas State.
0: Boy, I tell you, speaking of UT, I know you were with me. Lots of sympathy for the Longhorns coming up short against those Kansas Jayhawks. None at all, (laughs) no, none at all on this side of town. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's a rough scene down there right now. Four and six, the Longhorns uh, fall to, and that, um, that, I mean, the 40 acres, they're, they're getting a little bit restless on that front. Uh, I mean, do you do you have a sense for what's going on uh, with that with that program, JJ? Is this? Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I don't think you fire him after one year. And I, his, today he even said, "Well, you know, Tuesday, twenty five players had the flu." And you know, of course, when you say that after losing to Kansas, I mean, do you realize <laughs> the last time Kansas won a a Big Twelve road game? J.J., it was 2008. I mean, that's crazy. Wow. I mean, that it is, is unbelievable. Yeah, crazy. do you think um, – I mean, I, I do you think Sark is going to get that thing turned around? I mean, that is a really tough situation for them right now.
1: Man, it is. And I, I'm going to start with this. I do not feel in any way, shape, form uh, sorry for whatever happens to UT. Uh, that's nothing negative against the university. It's just that's the way I've been trained. So you know, if they lose to this coming week to whoever is next, then you know, hey, hey, I, I'll smile on that one like I did when they lost to Kansas. But <laughs> nevertheless, I think you got to roll with Sark, Matt. I think you got to roll with him because uh, you tell me, Matt, I mean, Tom Herman last year was what? Was he six and two, six and three, uh, or was he seven? I mean, he 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 didn't have a terrible season. Um, and that was in a COVID year. So then you fire Tom and you go get Sark and, and UT has just been just bent on either. If they can't get saving, we just got to get somebody from Alabama. And, and what you find out real quickly, I love what Mac Rhodes does. Mac Rhodes, you know, we sometimes kind of, you know, say, what is he doing? What is he doing? Everybody wants to know what he's doing. He's doing what he's done since he was back in his probably younger 80 days. He focuses in on who he wants. He goes and finds a coach like, like Rule, like Aranda that fit and fit the culture, and that he has made the decision on. He ain't listen to any boosters or get too enamored with hey what program they're at, and he makes a good decision. So, UT they need to donate probably 20 of those acres up here to Waco. We'll take it and we'll use it if they're not gonna <laughs> use it. But, but I'll tell you, man. Things are going tough. They got to ride it out. I think. I think eventually they'll be okay. But I, you know, to be honest with you, I think. I, I think I may have sent a message to James Francis on this because he made a comment. And old Big Jay Fran, I told him. I said, "Hey man, twenty-five. Those twenty-five guys may be on the transfer portal by the by the night, and maybe what's going on."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you and J- James was a monster. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was one of the. I mean, people talk about Singletary, but if pound for pound, James Francis is oh, yeah. one of the greatest defensive players Baylor ever had. Uh, wow. Now that sure – you yeah, are. You're gonna, yeah, you've you've gone and done it now. Now you have to pass along James's number to me. You know I'm going to have to have <laughs> him on soon. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's who – I think you and I have talked about this before. That's, of course, who want, the Cowboys actually wanted when they got Emmett that year. The Cowboys wanted – James Francis, which is always kind of an interesting story, what might have been. And, of course, uh, right. Emmitt became the all-time leading rusher in the NFL, so I think they chose right, although James went on to Cincinnati and was really good. Okay, last thing I had for you, the um, the, the timeout the other day. Okay, you're in the – in fact, I was in the press box getting ready to go down, and I heard you guys kind of saying, okay, that's it, and John was giving the wrap-up. Okay, game's over. And then and I heard you go, well, John, hold on, I think there's – I think there's maybe a timeout. I mean, it was really interesting to sort of observe the end of that. Did you well, – what in that moment, what was your thought? Did you did you kind of think, well, Aranda sending a message to them for leaving? Did you think of the tiebreaker? Like, when did you – like, what were you kind of thinking when Aranda made that move?
1: Hey, I'll tell you, Moe's, uh, I was slow to the party because when he called the timeout, I was thinking, like, what is he doing? Because Coach yeah. Aranda, I think we've had a couple of games where he could have gone and scored. He, you know, he just kneeled. And then so when he when he called the timeout, I said, "Well, wait, John, to call the timeout." And John was like, "Yeah." And we got to, you know, just talking back and forth. And then I think we got a we got a text, and usually John gets a pretty quick text from from some of the SID guys, and he said, "Hey, I think this is tiebreaker stuff." So so that we found out pretty quick. But we did have about I would say thirty seconds there where we just weren't sure. what he was doing but hey but look I mean like I you know I understand (laughs) Riley being really upset because of all the fans being out I I totally understand that uh but I think really if he's honest he was really just upset that he got his butt kicked that day I mean and you know and that's not negative because we've we've gotten our butt kicked by OU before and I've said hey we got our butt kicked uh and I think that's really what he was upset about more than anything and that, then that little bit there, I, I get it, man. Somebody calls a timeout with three seconds, and, and the, yeah. in the heat of the battle, you're, you're ticked off. And he was. I get it.
0: Yeah, my only regret is that at the Astrodome, when y'all were beating up on Klingler and, uh, and those, those Houston Cougars, that Grant didn't run it up a little more. I, I was wanting a late timeout there for another kick, send Ireland out there, <laughs> make another field goal, get that score up. Boy, you you remember those days, by the way. Those Cougars put one of those years they beat SMU ninety five twenty one. One of those years oh, yeah. they beat us sixty six to twenty one, whatever it was. I mean, you know, they would put it on you. So I, uh, well, I- <laughs> well Moses, if you remember, just to, I mean, just to go there. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Cleveland.
1: Those guys beat my true freshman year us. Yeah, they beat us sixty six to ten.
0: Yes, and that's they, it. Yeah.
1: yeah, and they weren't playing. And then that was two years later. I thought Coach would go get them. But, you know, Coach Grant is, is too too classy for that kind of thing. Yeah. So he, he caught off the dogs, and we won by, I think, like close to three touchdowns. So that yeah. was All,
0: Although you were at Ownby that time, he faked a punt up, up up by quite a bit. Now,
1: we do need to cl- clarify the record on that now. The record is they, that was an automatic. I was, it was Kent Brentham. I remember Kent Brentham was our punter, okay. uh, and I think he was out of Belton, but don't don't hold me to that. But Kent Brentham, they have an automatic. If they get a certain look, he runs it, and so it's just an automatic. That's just in. It's been in since since summer. And when he looked, SMU had this look. I guess they were going to try to block it, and as soon as Kent he saw it, they called the auto call and they he ran it. And coach was a little upset, but that. That was not Coach Taft calling it. I, w- I will say that he did not call it.
0: All right. After all these years, Coach Taft <laughs> is off the hook. JJ's always hook. had his back, uh, and he uh, again today calls it. And by the way, next time we do need to talk some Cowboys. And speaking of block punts, how about that, John Fossil Bones Fossil? The Cowboys are on a roll. They're seven and two. A very exciting weekend. And um, I don't know if it, what happened with any of the Arlington high schools. Uh, did Lamar make the playoffs? Nah, man, we are rebuilding. We got a, We got a young coach <laughs> over there.
1: That's a, oh, he's a he's a he's a alum. He's done well. Moved up. Okay. He he had to do a we had a rebuilding year. Now we had a reloading year, so we're reloading. Oh, okay,
0: okay, good, good. <laughs> I don't know how they did. They don't go over there and hire Scott Peach and keep the Peach dynasty going. But uh, whatever, he's. He's done a nice job over at Arlington, and maybe he's uh, maybe he's fallen in love with that place. Um, we we may have to discuss that one off the air. You know, he's my old friend. <laughs> he's done a good job um, over there. Leave him alone. Oh there. yeah, yeah. The the Colts. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, great to catch up with you, and fun to see you and Ricky the other day. Y'all were talking about all your your old injuries. I didn't really have a lot to add there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, leave us alone. Us old men. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Take care, man. All right, there he goes. JJ.